Hello, dear listener. I have something truly special to share. It's an exclusive invitation to join me in Mexico for an intimate and luxurious three-day retreat along the beautiful Pacific coast of Zihuatanejo, taking place the weekend of the spring equinox, March 18th through the 20th. There's also an optional day to stay through the 21st for some special ceremonies that are happening in the area for the equinox. But the retreat itself is the 18th through the 20th, really an opportunity not to be missed. And I'm offering one lucky listener a discounted ticket. On this weekend that I've, I've just been loving into being actually for several years now as COVID and you know everything, but when we conceived of building this place, our home down here it's really what we envisioned, you know, bringing people down here for retreats, for trainings, because we felt and we knew that this space was special. And as people keep coming down and we keep getting the feedback, how magical it is, we want to share it in a really intentional way. You know, be working with the four elements, earth, air, fire, water, the metaphors of the season will set sight on a new vision for our mothering journey and creating a deeper connection to self and mother nature. So to win a discounted ticket, rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts, screenshot it and DM it to me on Instagram at Dr. Gertrude Lyons. And remember, the most important thing to mother is yourself. Give yourself permission to take a retreat this year. Besides, who said mothers can't go on a spring break? I'll see you there. Hello, and welcome to Rewrite the Mother Code. I'm Dr. Gertrude Lyons, a professional life coach, exploring, demystifying, and democratizing the maternal power that lives in all women. The experience of mothering may not necessarily mean what you think it means. I believe that mothering is a vehicle for transformation, whether or not we have children. And together, we can start a new conversation around modern motherhood. On this show, we will redefine what it means to mother and untap the powerful feminine within you. Are you ready to rewrite the mother code? This is a Soul Fire production. Hello, and welcome to episode six of the Rewrite the Mother Code podcast. I'm excited to be back, and it has been quite a week. It's literally one week ago today, the night of the election. And while we didn't know right away, uh, we were soon to find out and go through some pretty stressful days. Um, and I'm from Chicago, and there's been lots of celebrating. Um, and I've been celebrating right along with everyone. But that's, you know, more or less behind us now. Still some drama and ensuing, but more or less behind us. But, but we're moving into the next crazy time. The holidays. Oh, yes. Right around the corner is Thanksgiving, and that opens us up to all of the holidays of December. So let's talk truth about the holidays. How will it be this year? And how can you mother yourself during this time? And in this episode, we'll look at how we are set up to fail during the holidays. We'll discuss the missing link of our emotions. And I'll share a beautiful example of a couple working through the stress of this time and preparing for the holidays. We'll explore some possibilities venturing into new territory where we come out the other side nourished and ready to launch into the new year. Our new pandemic normal automatically makes it different. 
So let's capitalize on everything being thrown up in the air. And if we really tell the truth, the holiday season is always stressful, at least at times. But it's stressful in large part because it's impossible to ever meet the ideal set out to us by our culture and by media. Everything, you know, the pictures that we see and everything's supposed to be perfect. The meals, the decor, the gifts, and of course, everyone is happy and only happy. So when did we decide happy was the only acceptable emotion? There are actually four other primary emotions, our fear, our hurt, anger, and sadness. And instead of honoring all of them, we've turned joy or happiness into the only acceptable one. And the others, well, those we've turned into the forbidden four, the negative emotions. And we actually believe we can turn off all our other emotions and somehow just have joy. And, you know, so it's no wonder we overindulge and soft addictions go through the roof during the holidays. The minute any feeling, any one of these emotions, but happy and sometimes even happy, shows up, we, we think we need to numb it or push it down in some way. And, you know, this dynamic, it wreaks havoc in our lives all year round, but it gets especially triggered uh, at the holidays. So what if I told you that to the extent we feel our sadness and pain and our anger is the extent we can experience our joy? And not only is it how we experience joy, but what if it was the conduit to connection with family and friends over the holidays? Well, you might not believe me, but neuroscience, psychology, there's just so much research and data on it. It's it's just not even worth even attempting to argue about. But let's let's look at it. So have you ever seen those videos of of babies or like really small, small children erupting in joyful, uninhibited laughter that just goes on and on and they, you know, sometimes play off each other or you do something that just sets them off and and it's just unfiltered joy. Those images are so captivating. And we all yearn to feel that joy so deeply, but we forget that babies also fully feel and express their sadness, their anger, their fear at the same level. We have all had those emotions socialized out of us to some degree, but we can reawaken them. And it's really important that we do. It starts with awareness. Just let yourself be more aware and curious. Start noticing the presence of all the emotions in yourself and in others. Tensions are so high with everything going on in our world right now. And our lives have been stretched in so many ways this year. Our feelings have not been the problem. It's our denial of them. That's where we suffer feeling sorry for ourselves, whining, complaining, angry at the circumstances. That's what, you know, wreaks havoc in our, in our bodies, in our systems. So we really want to shift that. So let's go on this journey of awakening our emotions. And when we do, we can look at what does a meaningful holiday look like? 
And let's explore that a little bit more, because like I said, it's easy to turn to media and advertising and our current culture to define what happiness and what our holiday is supposed to look like. But if we stop and really take an honest look, the how to be happy at the holiday images we're bombarded with daily as of about now, um, they never match our deeper desires. And these narrow definitions of happiness are they're also passed down to us from our parents and, and family members. So this is really a time to dig deep into this inquiry. And we have the opportunity. We can explore the landscape of generational messages that have been wired in us. And we can ask questions like, you know, were, were your parents happy at the holidays? What was celebrating the holidays like in your household? How did your family, neighbors, or friends reflect happiness, contentment, or joy? Think about things that you liked and didn't like about holidays growing up. Tell the truth about them. It's all, it's all there. And then, then we have, once we bring all of this to awareness, then we can choose which aspects we want to emulate. And we can begin designing, you know, our life really, but, uh, starting with our holidays on our terms and we can start to really formulate a vision for what our holiday could look like and what's a vision for yourself and if you have you know a spouse or children or family what what can it look like for all of you so I want to share an example and this was actually from today and it's ended up fitting in so perfectly with with this topic and what we want to be with today Hi, I'm so excited to share with you my 2024 Spring Equinox Self-Mothering Retreat that's happening this March 2024. And I would love for you not only to consider it, but to attend. But in considering it, hey, just knowing that you would be leaving cold weather if that's the space that you're in and coming down to just magnificently beautiful, warm, nourishing place of Zihuatanejo, Mexico, Zihuatanejo, meaning land of the goddess women, and coming to really take time for yourself, okay? And that I am learning more and more isn't just a nice thing to do or something extravagant or something selfish. It's essential. And I really want you to take it seriously to consider, you know, just think about what would it take for me to go? It's a five and a half day retreat getting from where you are, getting there, landing there, and then being in a space that is all about you. It's all about nourishing you. It's all about tuning into you, using everything around us, the nature, the food, the beautiful people, the rituals, ceremonies. I bring it, you know, we really bring it. And we go deeper and deeper as the days go on and we release, we let go, we bring in what is nourishing, what is empowering, what is that space of just really divine feminine energy. And we do it in the community of women. It's not for everyone. I will be honest, you know, if the idea of leaving and not making it work or it's just too hard, not for you. If the idea of, you know, spending that amount of time inwardly focused and going to that level of self-awareness doesn't sound like something you're willing to do or put the time and energy into, then it's not for you. And it's good to know that, right? So this is for people who are serious about what it means to mother themselves, what it means to take time for ourselves and that gift and what that gift can bring to us. 
It was originally right after my fall retreat. It filled right up. But now some people, it turns out, are not able to come. So I do have a handful of openings. And if you're listening to this and you're willing to take that step, please reach out to me. We can do a discovery call or you can put a deposit down. I would love that. And you can do that by going to my website, www.drgertrudelyons.com. Go to events and there you go. It'll all be there. There's a beautiful page there for you to explore. I look forward to hearing from you and then seeing you on my spring retreat. So I was working with a couple and I think many of you will be able to relate to all or part of this scenario. So the, the wife starts off and she starts sharing first saying, you know, they'd been doing really well. They were, you know, using some of the skills or strategies we had talked about in our last session that she said, but then this last weekend, had a big blowout fight. She's like, and it's our pattern and, you know, and, like what happened where what how did this how were we doing so well and then this happened so I you know prompted with some questions like what was going on you know right before you had the fight and she said well we were at my in-laws and at first she said on vacation and we later discussed the fact that and I suggested that time with family is often not vacation but best described as time with family so we we agreed on that And then she said, you know, we were there, I could hear my husband, and this was literally, you know, just still in the midst, just a couple days after the actual election. And I could hear my husband and his stepmom having an argument about the recent election. So then when he came upstairs, I suggested that it might be best if he didn't talk politics with his parents. And he blew up at me. Oh, and let's add that they were there, you know, and and not just visiting family, This was where they were also, you know, going through a really vulnerable time in the midst of an IVF process. So really, could this be a more vulnerable time? So once we unpacked it all and it became more and more obvious, you know, to say it all at once, like there was this and there was this and there was this, all the layers of attention, the visiting the family during COVID and the dad being extremely nervous and cautious about it several days post-election and voting for different candidates, work being crazy busy for both of them. They have a little one and they're in the midst of IVF. Of course, there was upset. And in discussing it, with the upset, it was so clear how the fight and, you know, how this fight came about. It wasn't a matter of if a fight was going to happen. It was a matter of when, because all of this was building and none of it was really being directly talked about. And then it was at this point that one of them really needed to share vulnerably and share what they were actually feeling. And just as we talked about those five emotions to name one of them and really, you know, allow that feeling to be there. So neither of them did that at the moment, but as we talked and brought all this to light, um, she got to how scared she was in hearing the fight and how it was triggering for her some unfinished business from her upbringing where there was a lot of fighting and, you know, never really been able to get to agreements and, uh, you know, some pretty upsetting fighting in her, in her household growing up. And he was aware, he really got to the truth and awareness that he was bringing his frustration and a fight that, you know, didn't get resolved and then brought it in and dumped it on her 
rather than share his genuine feelings about how he was feeling in the argument. And through this engagement, she was able to, in that moment, access the pain and the yearning and the feelings that had been going on then, but now were there for her. And as that pain started coming up, I invited you know her to really to look at him and allow him to be there with her and witness her in her pain and her fear. And it was hard, you know. She kept wanting to look away, and we almost kind of tried to change the subject. But I brought him back to it and said, "This is the muscle that we need to practice. This is what you guys just worked for." you know, through this whole discussion to get to this. And this was there all the time. You know, it's it's not uncommon that we're first starting to get the yearning met and touch these places. But as much as we yearn for it, it's uncomfortable and we want to get away from it. So the muscle that we're building is to stay in those precious vulnerable moments, you know, and, and they allowed for more of that. And out of that, they were then in, the, in a position to experience joy together. And then out of that, you know, I suggested from here, why don't you, you know, look at and start creating a vision for when you're going to go back, because they had already told me they were going to be going back there for the Thanksgiving weekend, and all of these same same dynamics would still be there. And again, I said, it's not a matter of if, you know, there'll be tension and upset, but, you know, you just had a practice round of what this could be like, and you still might not get at it, get to it in the moment, but this is available. And it's moments like this. And I was so moved and inspired. And it it got me thinking about, you know, our Thanksgiving coming up and how do I want it with my husband and our, our two daughters that are grown are going to join us for Thanksgiving. And, you know, started thinking about, of course, we'll do some of the normal things, but how can we, you know, make it a deeper, richer experience? And we decided to schedule a family coaching session with our coach to allow us to open up spaces for ourselves, And that's where the real richness come in. And so while none of the trappings or, you know, kind of getting sucked into some of the the holiday hype, you know, nothing can replace that. But, But we don't want to get rid of those either because they're actually in and of themselves, they're beautiful too. And when we're in the right space, the the themes of the season, like the, the giving and the gratitude, the beauty of the season, the decor, the lights, the wrapping, exquisite tables with beautiful food on it. You know, when, when we can be in touch with our feelings and name those and stay in contact with those, and when we lose it, come back, we're much less likely to limit our overindulging, to, you know, limit some of the the loop arguments or, you know, fighting that we get into that really doesn't get us anywhere. And it certainly doesn't lead us toward our yearning. But even if we have those, they're a treasure, you know, as we saw, you know, when this couple unpacked, you know, their argument, there was all this, you know, beautiful awareness and possibilities that came once, once we dug into it and explored, it's kind of like, you know, that's the gift to, to think about unwrapping. And, It's not about avoiding those or thinking like, well, I just won't have that argument or I'll just be nicer. And, you know, we're human. We have dynamics and we have histories with our families. And we're going to be sorting through the, you know, the dynamics of of COVID and and how we're all going to be in, in that environment. So, you know, it's really going to be an important time to be gentle with ourselves, to explore and see if, you know, you're are you willing to bring into the forefront the five emotions that I talked about, the fear, hurt, anger, 
sadness and joy and know that peace and joy of the season are the legacy of our pain. And we can't have one without the other. Really is a pack, a full package deal. And allow yourselves to vision, you know, and, and imagine and dream what it could be like if I'm meeting my deeper yearnings and, and I'm fostering connection and deeper connection. All of that is available to us, even in the midst of these trying times and probably more so because we are more open. We're more vulnerable at this time. So really, in essence, it's more possible this year than ever. So that's the invitation. And that's the opening and kind of our, our entree into the holidays. I'll be talking, this will be coming up We're we're going to be having, um, this won't be the last, you know, holiday podcast, but I think it's a really important one because this, now we can start setting the stage and setting a vision for it now before we're in the midst of it is really one of the best ways we can mother ourselves over the holidays and look at rewriting, you know, codes and choosing for ourselves what our holiday is going to be and have it on our terms. So enjoy. The Mother the Mother podcast is awesome. It's an online space for women to gather, gather energetically, sister to sister and mother to mother. It's available for us to focus on the power of mothers and offer real life advice and experience of pregnancy, birth, and most importantly, the postpartum shift because it's such a crucial time for the new mother to heal. And not just physically, yes, that's there, of course, but also, and probably more so emotionally and spiritually, many aspects of these major life transitions are regarded and, you know, told to us with negativity and we're at best challenging uh, in our current society. But the conversation on this podcast are changing that. And if we can view these transitions as spiritual portals, and respect the process, then we can own our power and strength like never before. And although not circled up in real life, we have created a sacred space for healing, educating and sharing our stories as we journey through womanhood and motherhood together. It's a powerful time in history to be a woman. And gosh, you know, this week for sure we've, we've seen that. And as we navigate these changing tides, we can help empower and heal ourselves as well as our matriarchal line, the seven generations that came before and the seven generations that will come after. The details may differ, but the overarching themes, issues, challenges, and wins that we all share as women and mothers unify us. We are better together. We heal our wounds by changing the narrative, by owning our truth, acknowledging our own bodies, natural abilities, harnessing and trusting our intuition as the expert in our lives and to no longer make apologies for simply being. On this podcast, you get to hear stories of conception, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, death, owning a business, starting a business, being a stay-at-home mom, conscious partnership, therapy, nutrition, alternative healing modalities, spirituality, medical freedom, self-ownership, sovereignty, and so much more. It really does take a village to raise a confident mother, not just a child. So high, high regard, high acclaims for Mother the Mother podcast.